Yo, what's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining us for week 11 of our NFL podcast, House Divided. Today, I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Kusharin and Brandon Heffernan. Uh, finally back with us, Brandon, after being sick yet again. Missed out another uh, important episode. Kush, we had a pretty good one last time, I, I think, just without uh, Brandon. So, uh, But it's good to have you back this week, as always. Um, I didn't even get to ask you this last week. How was your Thanksgiving? Oh, you know, my Thanksgiving was pretty good. Went to the family's house, had some turkey. To be honest, turkey's overrated. I'm <laughs> I mean, sorry. I this conversation. Turkey's I overrated. don't even like turkey I'll that even, much. I don't even be rocking with turkey that much. I, I think, think it's... Tur- so the it's dark meat's dry, good, bro. but the white... There's not enough dark meat. Like, yeah, dark for meat's way everybody in my family, there's like 12 of us. There's not enough dark meat to go around. What do you guys... Do you guys usually do one or two turkeys? One, but like the biggest size one. Okay. How many people do you usually have? A lot of people? I think 12. Oh, okay. I was about to say, this is about to turn into a turkey podcast from now on. Turkey's Strictly so debate. Kush was saying hams. I mean, I could see ham. If I, if, I, if there's ham and turkey in, uh, like, Christmas, like, sometimes we'll both at, like, parties. And I'll always pick ham over turkey. Um, but, I mean, turkey's good, like you said, if you get the dark parts. But sometimes, like, I was talking Kush last week. Like, if it's, like, leftover or anything like that, then, like, it just dries out even yeah. more. Like, it's such a bad leftover food. But, like, all the other stuff I think is good. Like, stuffing leftover I think is fine. Yeah. Uh, mac and cheese. All the other stuff. We still, we still, still have the best dessert. We still have mac and cheese leftover, honestly, from Thanksgiving. That was just the end. Mac and cheese always stays really good, too. But, uh... Yeah, pecan pie, we were saying that's the best dessert by far. Yeah. With ice cream. Yeah, the... the Or, no, and the French silk pie, too. We were talking about French silk I've pie. Or any pie that. with ice cream. Okay, so I didn't know it was called French silk good. pie. What did you think it was? Just chocolate pie. Oh what? Isn't it just isn't French silk just chocolate? No, nah, it's like uh in chocolate. So it's like it's like, it's like the like, like breaded layer and then the chocolate layer, but it's like so thin so and then there's like yeah, cream. It's like a yeah, chocolate it's like cream. a mousse. Yeah, I thought it was like, just called like a chocolate cream pie. I didn't know it was called French silk. Yeah, I guess you can kind of tell because I also mm-hmm. have like the chocolate like sprinkles on. So I guess mm-hmm. it is yeah, but that sounds so good right now. I know it does. <laughs> But regardless, break. speaking of that, we had some really good games this past weekend that we really got to get into. Um, the I mean, obviously, like, there's a couple. The Packers in place weekend, we'll talk about the Bears game um, as much as I hate to. Because this was, I have to say, I don't it's know. Probably the worst game I've watched all year. It was. It was, it was uh, the only game. I don't know. From the Browns game? No, the Browns game was the worst. Oh, yeah. That was just painful to watch. That one, this was, one was the first one, That was Justin Fields' first time starting. Yeah, no. First weekend, second time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but Andy Dalton came in, was started against the Bengals, didn't no, he? Or was that the Dalton game before? Dalton got hurt week one, I thought. No, Dalton Sweet. came in against the Bengals. Oh, never mind, I'm wrong then. So, the Browns was his first game starting. And, uh, yeah, second game playing. And, but mm-hmm. uh, this was the first game that I didn't finish the whole way through because it was just miserable mm-hmm. to the watch. The score doesn't make it look as bad as it was. No, Andy Dalton had four picks. I mean, two of them weren't even his fault, to be honest, but the last two, he just started throwing the game away. The only bright side that I can look, take away from this game is David Montgomery looking like oh, a stud. Yes. Looking like an absolute stud. He finished with 21 carries for 90 yards and a touchdown. And I feel like that even doesn't do him enough justice as he really, like, was the, the only, only source of the Bears offense. Yeah, he was really the only thing going for them. Like, Andy Dalton threw for two touchdowns, but it's only because... Yeah, they but got he also had four interceptions. Yeah. I mean, Jakeem Grant um, had a nice one, but the other one, Jimmy Graham, was set up by David Montgomery to put them in there. Um, mm-hmm. So he was really the only bright spot for our offense the entire game. Obviously, we're getting Justin and Fields back. I thought back the offensive week, line didn't even play terrible that they game. Have, dude, they, they haven't. Like, the first half of the year... Obviously... The the Bears' offensive line actually is a mid like they're 
rated as like a middle of the pack offensive line. I have improved from last year. They were terrible. They improved from earlier this season at that. I mean, their pass um protection hasn't been the greatest this season, especially earlier in the season, but um being able to have Justin Fields get out of the pocket, I think that that helps their case a lot more with avoiding the sacks and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But their run blocking if anything just from watching it, I don't know how it statistically how it compares to yeah. other O-linemen, but the run blocking looks really good. Mm-hmm. Looks really, David really good. David Montgomery also makes them look really good because he's a very, very talented. I mean, but even guy. when he wasn't there, like Khalil Herbert and oh, yeah, Herbert um, Damian Williams good. both played really good. They both had, like, I mean, Damian Williams wasn't insane, but Khalil Herbert looked really yeah, good when he yeah. was in there. Mm-hmm. It ended up taking the spot away from How many? Williams. Why doesn't he get carries anymore? You got four you have carries last game. Damian Montgomery is so still, much like, better. You know how the Packers... They had Aaron Jones. He was the main back, and then they started to slowly work AJ Dillon in. I think the it's, Bears are going to start to do that also. So they have two reliable backs. Yeah, I mean, but what's the point of having two reliable backs? They both AJ Dillon is the like same a power way. back. Yeah. AJ Dillon is a monster. Is a third down. Khalil Herbert is smaller better. than Montgomery. Neither Montgomery. of them are like receiving like like Aaron Jones is a better receiving back too. Oh, yeah. Whereas like Aaron AJ Jones Dillon is the best isn't. receiving back in the league. Yeah. Find, AJ like, Dillon's Eckler. a monster. I love that guy. He's better than Aaron Jones. I'm so mad that we. I mean, he got that. more carries the last time. The last he was week, also right? well, Jones was outside his MCL sprain, so he barely yeah. got any carries. I'm surprised he even played against the Rams two weeks ago. Yeah, but besides that, um, this was also it sucks that it had to be this week that Kyler Murray and D Hop returned, but Kyler Murray, um. Finished with two touchdowns yeah. passing, okay. two touchdowns that rushing. That D-hop touchdown, that was the biggest push Oh, push my God. God. He really extended his arm, like, forearm. Yeah. Forearm. That was him. such obvious P.I. And it was just I a terrible start to the game. I didn't play. I saw the highlight. I'm like, how is this yes. not called P.I.? Yeah, he stiff-armed him. I mean, you... And I don't a, know what the rest... That was just a terrible play by the, the they, they said it was. They said he was out. What do you oh, mean? Oh, yeah, they called they, it out They called it out on the field. They had to reverse it. I mean, they and then they said so they had to justify that like OPI, which obviously it was by saying it was like hand fighting by saying both people were doing it wasn't. Uh, Adrian Dhop's right. wingspan is bigger than anyone else's in the league, so it's, it just um, stretches arm out stiff. Dylan Johnson basically. got burned off the line, but it was still Dylan the guy. Johnson started the year oh. so well. Now no, really just the past couple weeks, he's I mean, lined up against good receivers. No, yeah, but and receivers. it doesn't help that Eddie Jackson is. Terrible this year. He's a liability in coverage. And Vildor sucks. Yes. That guy used to be one of the best safeties in the league. It's crazy. Yeah, he literally he was like a top five safety two yeah, years exactly. ago. He had yeah. the most and interceptions Harrison in the Smith league or something. Yeah. Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Who Minka Fitzpatrick I think is still the best safety in in the NFL oh, yeah. right now. Yeah. When he's healthy, he barely plays anymore. Yeah. He's been out half the season yeah. this year. And he's such he's such a young talent though. I think he'll be able to bounce back. And he plays on a really good defense. Yeah, supposed. <laughs> so, speaking of that, so speaking of that, we're uh, recording this as the Thursday night games going on right now. We have the Vikings versus the Steelers. The Vikings, which we'll get into, coming off their loss against the Detroit Lions. Um, but right now the Vikings are up twenty six zero on the Steelers. They're Delvin Cook is coming. He's dislocated his shoulder seven or my bad eleven seven, days ago, yeah. and he's, no, not eleven days ago. It was four. Didn't he no, play on Sunday or was he? No, out he didn't play Sunday? on Sunday. No, no he didn't he play didn't. on Sunday. Oh, all right. Um, but he he's playing him with like a, a basically like a separated a, shoulder. Yeah, and he's he playing him with, on. Yeah, it's like basically a sling without like the like restriction to keep his arm <laughs> up. Like he can barely even play. And this man had like what he had over hundred rushing yards. Yeah, and one hundred and fifty three yards with and two touchdowns, touchdowns yeah. in the first half. That's insane. That's like a stat that like running backs have at the end of the game, and he has that. In the first half. Yeah, it's crazy. And just overall, Kirk Cousins has still continued to look good. The Pittsburgh Steelers are just showing the 
that their run defense is just not having a good game at all. They're not playing really good. Um, Justin Jefferson is continuous, which I want to talk about too about the yeah, who we think okay. the wide receivers are. Justin, Justin Jefferson's like, got to really be a top five wide receiver. No. I agree. I, I agree. think so. He has too. so yeah. cold. He's so good. He's gonna pass Devontae Adams and D Hop eventually. I think. Look how young he is. Look what yeah. he's doing already. It's his Next, second year in the league. And look who he's playing with, Kirk Cousins. I know. No, Kirk Cousins having a really good season <laughs> though. You can't deny that. But like, like you put him with like Rogers. I don't even know what like what to say. Like that would be insane. Yeah. I mean that's a yeah. Uh, yeah, everybody was saying that Jamar, Jamar this, Jamar that, Jamar's gonna be Especially way better than so Justin Jefferson. Jamar it, is cooled down. It yeah, all exactly. Justin Jefferson has done is just got better. since he entered the league, all he's done is continuously get better. And it's against all the good cornerbacks mm-hmm. also, except Jair locked him down last year. But um, he's he I don't I don't know anyone who can guard that man and. He's ended the Justin versus CD debate because people yeah. deba- used to debate that, but not nah, Justin Jefferson is so much better. I think CD is still cold though. He has, CD he's still does, very good, but Justin actually, Jefferson I can't is better. Even say, I was gonna say CD does have like a more crowded receiver room, but Justin Jefferson has Adam Thielen and then Adam Cook in the yeah. backfield. Yeah. And CD has a better quarterback. Yeah. They, they, if you already if you watch the games though, you know that Adam Thielen is not their primary target. Oh, not at all. Except, but he'll scroll. So now there's Amari Cooper. CeeDee Lamb is so yeah, wide receiver yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mari Cooper gets what? Like five targets a game now. Yeah. And that can... That, that's the same thing with Adam Thielen. Like, exactly. it's basically just like a... If they get into position that uses, like, route running ability to, like, score in the end zone, then, yeah, Adam Thielen will be utilized. But... And I hate this stuff. Cooper Cup is not a good wide receiver. He's not top... I, I hate... He's not top 10. He's, he's not even top, top 15. 15. I don't he's think he's top 15. barely top 15. 15. You got he's one not. good season, you're put that man top five receiver. I mean, no, no. he's depends. a slot receiver. He has free releases yeah. off the no, line. No, imagine not. if Devontae Adams or Justin Jefferson have free release off the line every single time. I mean, he doesn't play like a wide, a true wide receiver position though. He lines up more like a, like you said, like a slot on the, like he, or like a stagger, like he, a wing, or like I'm not on, even kidding. as he's a tight end. He's he plays. Yeah, you can't say. Okay, here's the he thing. Best Sean season. McVay almost uses him like a tight end. Yeah, I'm not a genius. Have you seen how much he he lines? up inside like oh exactly one away what's it called like staggered yeah staggered on the offensive line and he blocks like really good like a tight end yeah he's not a good wide receiver i mean he's a good wide receiver there's like 15 i can choose 15 receivers i'd rather take over here's the thing no i he's having the best receiver he's the best receiver this season so far i'm not gonna take that away from him but he's not a top he's barely top 15 in my opinion I mean, it's like, so hard to say that when he leads the league in yards by so much. But that's so one much. season. Like, talent-wise, there's so many guys his, who would take over. I mean, his hands have his hands have been really good this season. I mean, obviously, okay, he's, his hands. he's his been... His route running's very good, too. And his, I mean, he's good at talent in general. He's a good blacker. Okay, his route he's running may be good, good but he also gets a free release off the line every single time. So yeah. I'm sure that helps. Devontae, I think Debo Samuel is better than him. He is. Debo Samuel yeah. is a, multi, he's a multi-use. I he's think, just an NFL player. Debo Samuel doesn't even have a position anymore. Hey, I look who Debo Samuel's playing with, also. Oh, we're gonna get Jimmy is so bad. I would take DK over Cooper Cup. Oh, sure. Uh, what do you What do you mean? No. Are you I kidding? Cooper Cup. What's DK done really this done. season? Okay, I mean, but Russ has also been playing terrible. Look who DK. I can name Russ, fifteen receivers off the top of my head. That you really CD Lamb, him. Justin Jefferson, D Hop, Devontae, Terry McLaurin, AJ Brown, Not Terry McLaurin, Tyreek, Calvin Ridley, Tyreek, Tyreek Hill, Keenan Allen, Stephon Diggs, Stephon Diggs, um, Stephon Diggs was in a terrible season too. Yeah, I said CD Lamb, Mike Evans, Mike Evans, uh, Allen Robinson, Allen Robinson, Allen <laughs> <laughs> Wise, yes, and I'm AJ Brown. I said AJ Brown. You said AJ Brown. Um, 
I feel like you guys are discrediting them way too much. There's way more. more. There's more, I promise. Julio Jones when he's healthy, right? Uh, Julio Jones is way out of his prime. No, he's not in that debate anymore. It sucks to see, but he's not in that debate anymore. I can keep going. I... Uh, who have I missed? There's I mean, you, oh, Chris so, Godwin. Chris Godwin. Up oh, pick six. Oh, never mind. Um, you said DK, right? Yep. Or no, I didn't include him in that list. Debo, I didn't include him. Debo. Um, That's already Lockett 13. Lockett is up there. Lockett is up there. Mm, um, Antonio yeah. Brown? No. See, it's like, you can't. He's, he's, he's like, like can. I'm already at 13. Yeah. I'm already I mean, 13. You, that, he's barely top 15. If you just oh, want to ignore it. That's so hard. You can't like, discredit him that much. He's, he leads the league in so... You, you just say he's not top 15. He leads the league in receiving yards. Like season? 300 yards. Okay, okay so what are you going to say? Like, season. currently, are you... If you're, like, you're... Currently, yes. Yeah, tell wise. I'm saying yeah. tell it. I'm saying about... Yeah, exactly. Currently, yes. Who do you think's a more talented receiver? D-Hop or Cooper Cup? <laughs> well, I'm not Terry, playing, that's the dumbest question I've ever heard. Look who Terry McLaurin's Terry McLaurin's more talented. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Jared Waddle's been gone also. Deontay Johnson has also. I'll, I'll take Deontay Johnson. Actually, <laughs> no. I don't know. Deontay so if you're going to talk about one season, Deontay Johnson's having Deontay one Johnson good season Deontay Johnson plays right the same position as Cooper Cup. Deontay Johnson's having one good season. And he plays the same position. He's DJ Moore's receiver. been good for a while. I'd take DJ Moore. I wouldn't. Nah, but we got take Cooper Cup, take Cooper Cup, and put him in the same position. DJ Morrison. Yeah, but I see he's, Cooper he's, Cup. He's in a I, good I scheme seen, too. What are you gonna take? You can't. Seen, you can't say that every player on a good team is just not good talent wise overall. Because okay, like, but then we have to. Mac Jones is about plays. to win Rookie of the Year. Mac Jones is about to win Rookie of the Year, and it, he, he's, he is like the yes, biggest he system well quarterback. Over him. Exactly. And we're giving it to offensive line. We're giving it to Creed Humphrey. Have Creed you Humphrey seen is playing. He's the best. He's the best center in the NFL, and he's a rookie. Do you think they're but gonna they're they're never gonna, gonna give it to yeah. the offensive line? They're gonna give it to Mac Jones. Well, I don't let's talk it's about like, this game. There's not even anyone close now because Jamar Chase has cooled down. Yeah, let's Michael talk Parsons let's talk about this game. There. Oh wait, no, it's only offensive defense. This is this was an absolute like most like crazy weather condition game I've ever seen. If you oh, know yeah. what I'm talking about, it's the New England Patriots at Buffalo Bills. Um Pats won by a score of fourteen to ten oh, last night. Yeah. Su- it was on the Monday night game. It was a it was a really interesting primetime game to say at least. Like the wind conditions were like twenty to thirty miles per hour. It was snowing it was pre game. It was, 33. It, was 33. it was 33. It was 33. Yeah, I like this. Max posts, was 33. The goalposts shifted. Like, they were off angle. They had to fix the goalposts because of how bad the wind was. Yeah. Max Jones threw three passes. Yeah, threw three passes. Two completions the entire game. One of them was a screen pass. Yep. And the other one was under 10 And the one was a play action. Yeah. Um, Josh Allen still threw the ball. Well, yeah, three, he completed 15 passes for yeah, under 45 yards on a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, they had to. I mean, Josh Allen wasn't the leading rusher, Zach. too. You're with gonna have to throw yards. the ball when Zach Moss is your RB1. So. <laughs> Matt Breed had a very bad game. He fumbled early on. There's a, it's a very slappy game, needless to say. I mean, uh, it has to be runners, yeah. the conditions are like that. Yeah. But um, Damian Harris obviously went crazy that game. He had 10 carries for 111 yards and a touchdown. Ramondre Stevenson, too, had 24 carries for 78 yards. Um, everyone really got to touch the ball. Bill Belichick proved why he's the coach of the year this he year. With how creative. He won the game against a 7-4 and four Bills team by throwing two three passes, passes three with his quarterback. Passes. For 19 just yards. Hard mouth, run the ball through the end But Bill Belichick was creative, too. It was a lot Bill of end arounds. It was a lot of pitches. This it was a lot of... That he does not need Brady. Exactly. No, he, he doesn't. doesn't. Like how he much has th- arguably one of the best teams. He has the best... They have the best record in the AFC right now, don't they? They're yeah. number one seed. Yeah. And what weapons do they have? Exactly. That's what I was just going to bring up. Their offense yeah. is the worst offensive-wise. Like, for the top teams in the league, they're the worst offense talent-wise. But they're the best, one of the best teams. They're I'm, top five team, easily. Top yeah, three. I I'm, think they're three after the Packers. Three? The I don't... 
Maybe four. But the after the Dude, I don't know the how the Rams are so like have been playing so bad with that roster. There's you can take him out of the lines, but you can't take the lines out of him. <laughs> uh, they've, they've beaten up on bad teams. They haven't beat a good team. I guess they beat the Bucks, but they haven't beat a good good team yet, like consistently. I mean, it's so inconsistent. This this Patriots team, if you want to talk about it too, their defense, you need the credit. Yeah, um, obviously, Bill Belichick's Who is good on their defense Here, right now? Th- JC Jackson, Jackson, Jackson having an insane Matt game. Judon? Judon? Oh, Matt Judon? Matt Judon, yeah. Yeah, even but though he got injured last too, game. No one. It's just Bill. Exactly. It's just Bill. He's a they defensive play really mastermind. Good. He's the best defensive coach in the league. Yeah. Defense has always been his thing. When has Bill Belichick had a bad defense? Even on their down year last year, their defense was still good. And two years ago, they had one of the best defenses ever. Yeah, now they have the, the best 20... defense in the league. Right now? Yeah. No, yeah, I think the Cardinals... Have. I think the, the Cardinals, Cardinals are technically Cardinals got number beat one. Up on by the yeah. injured Packers roster. Okay, I'm pretty sure they forced the most turnovers. They had pretty, They may have. No. The, I don't know about sacks, but okay. Jesus, Justin Jefferson. Who is that? Is that KJ Osborne? That is KJ. Just got laid out. Jeez. Minka Fitzpatrick. But um, no, I think the Patriots defense is better. I'm never gonna. They they shut down everybody. Yeah. Like, who have they? Who has scored on them? And consider like who has? There's not been a good team that's for the past couple of weeks. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they've held. All of their opponents under 20 they points. Have. They don't want to have a point in like six quarters. Yeah, exactly. Let's, let's talk about the Bills, though, because I really want to talk about... The Bills had such a hot start this season. Over Obviously, they teams. play very good teams, but... No, I think haven't. Yeah, and the, so the here's thing. a test. Here's a test. I mean, they, they made the AFC Championship last year. They obviously have one of the most talented quarterbacks in the NFL the right AFC now, Josh is Allen. confusing. It really is. With the Chiefs being up and down... Chiefs are up right now. Yeah, Bills, I know, but a couple weeks ago, they looked yeah. terrible. The Bills have beat the Dolphins, Washington football team. Hey, the Dolphins Texans, have looked good the past couple weeks. Yeah. But not week one. When they played the, when they played the Bills, they looked terrible. Mm-hmm. The, the Texans, the Chiefs, they lost to the Titans. They beat the Dolphins again. They lost to the Jaguars. They beat the Jets. They got owned by the Colts. And then they beat the Saints. Like, they haven't beaten oppressive opponents. Yeah, yet. and here's... No, the, that AFC is so weird with, like... The Bills being up and down, Chiefs, the Chiefs being up, the, the Colts all of a sudden look insane. Really the Chiefs the offense can't move the Patriots ball, look so good. Yeah, and the Ravens are and now the amazing or they're terrible. Yeah, and now the the Dolphins are all of a sudden on like a five game win streak. But they're still the thirteen seed. Yeah, and here's or no, not thirteen. Um, I think they're like the ten. Oh, the Dolphins because the AFC they're crazy. Like they did. There's like yeah, three games separating the 10 seed week. and the 1 seed in the AFC. It's insane. Here's what I want to say about the Bills, though, real quick, is the test for them. They have five games left, obviously, in the rest of the season. They have the Bucks, Bucks. next Sunday, and then they have the Pats again, obviously, being a division rival um, the day after Christmas. So they, they, they have to play the Panthers, the Falcons, and the Jets, too, which they all should win. So they should make the playoffs. But they will they, the playoffs. This, this will be the true test. I'm mean, playing an out-of-conference opponent with the Bucks. Um and I think it would just be a really good matchup for Josh Allen and the Bills to be back in, like, inclement weather, actually see how they can perform. And it will be a real test for them for the postseason. If, if the Bills lose this week, they're out of the playoffs. The Colts are the ninth seed. They're 7-6. and six, That's true. And they're on really bye, so they can't lose. And they have the tiebreaker. The Colts move into the seventh seed if the Bills lose this week. The Bills are out of the playoffs. Unless Cincinnati loses and the L.A. loses also. Oh, yeah, same with Cincinnati. Cincinnati's so weird, too. Cincinnati, yeah. I was right. Miami is the 13th seed. They're six and seven, and the number one seed is nine and four. Like it's crazy. There's they're, a three, they're like game three games difference. behind yeah. the number one seed, and they're twelve seeds behind. With f- five weeks left to go. Sure, what are the Dolphins on? I'm pretty sure they're on like a four five, game. Five five game win streak. I five? think. 
It's crazy. They're, they haven't lost in a while, but they also haven't played good teams. I think it's teams. four, so I think they were two and seven. They also haven't played good teams. Yeah. Doesn't matter. That's true. They, they were losing the bad teams also. They did beat the Ravens, though. And that yeah. Was, that, that was an impressive win. Yeah. Oh, Ravens obviously being another one of those AFC teams that will look like a number one seed in the conference one week and then drop a game to the Dolphins by 12 points. In my mind, there's only like three teams that I would trust to not go out there and lay an egg, and that's the Packers, the Cardinals, and the Patriots. Yeah, I'm rocking with the Patriots right now. I'm not going to lie. I'm heavily when rocking the with them. Cardinals are healthy. They, other than the Packers game, they haven't lost. Yeah. So. I mean, Kyler Murray just... Yeah, if yeah. he's he really confirmed my belief last week against the Bears that if he were healthy the whole season he would have been the MVP because he just looks oh, for so sure. good. Not a question in my mind. He looks so good. And but, uh, what's what? Well, let's see. What's another game that we should get into? Uh, oh, how could I forget? Obviously, the the best moment of the week for America was Detroit winning their first mm-hmm. game. Yes, America, America wins. wins. I've it been was, for that okay. For so they maybe won. But they they're are better than way better. They're better than the Jets. Yep. Yeah. They're better than Houston. They're better than Jaguars. They're better than Jaguars. Houston's so bad. <laughs> so bad. They're horrendous. They're terrible. God awful. Terrible. And so here's the thing. Yeah, they started off the game. Uh, Minnesota obviously took the first score, but then they put up twenty points in the second quarter. Um, yeah, they got. I'm pretty sure they were down like seventeen at halftime. They were getting blown they, out. No, they were up at halftime. It was. Uh, they were they were up tw- or no yeah they were up twenty to six and a half but then Minnesota kind of stormed back there a little bit um they put up twenty one points in the last two quarters yeah look and then um it obviously came down to the last game winning drive where uh Jared Goff had to go down there that Minnesota I really don't know what they were doing uh. The Vikings just ended up rushing three on that last play of the yeah, game. They sent no pressure at uh, Jared Gawajim all the time in the world to hit Amara St. Brown for that last-minute touchdown. It looked like if you were to watch that game and have, like from like a different year and just have no clue what it, what it was, you would think that they won the Super Bowl with how much they celebrated. <laughs> it was but crazy. It, it, was, it was fun. Dan uh, right Campbell's so. first win. win yeah, really it was huge. Was I don't, I don't Did know you the, guys see like his post-game interview? Like, the, he had tears in his eyes. Where so I don't emotional. know who it was, but they were presenting the gate. One of his players was presenting I, the I game ball. He just uh, looks like the most likable coach. Yeah, that any, that anybody would want to play for. I swear and the God. players love him so much. If, you cannot fu- even if, if he's doing Lions, bad this year. You cannot fire this guy. Yeah, Lions, how much the players like him. Yeah, if the Lions fire him, I'm literally gonna hate the Lions forever. Like I, I mean, it's the Lions. They put him true. in the worst possible right. position. Jared Goof is playing running back. <laughs> the, you have Jerry Gava there. You have a Ooh. young Jamal Williams. Jared. You have your best receiver is Amara St. Brown. The only thing positive about your offense is that you have T.J. Hawkinson. You DeAndre don't even Swift? have a good offense. DeAndre. Oh yeah, yeah, that's but right. he's out right yeah, now. He's, he's, out. he's a injured, good yeah. running back duo, like an underrated Jamal Williams. Yeah, but dog. Swift so hasn't Swift. been playing. He's been injured a lot. He got recently. injured on Thanksgiving. He missed, he missed like one and a half. He games. missed earlier this season too for a couple oh. games with the ankle but injury. Like when they're healthy, they have a good running back duo. Jamal Williams yeah. on the ball. Yeah. And that being said, this game was without Dalvin Cook, who we can see is on an absolute tear right now for the Vikings. So that could have been part of the reason why the Vikings' offense wasn't as clicking and as Adam much in the first half. Got hurt. Yeah, Adam Thielen didn't play the whole game. There's no excuses. They lost to the Detroit Lions. I don't know what defense it was called, but they had three linebackers at the goal line. And then they have five yeah, they tried to play like a prevent, like a defense prevent the so goal. Bad. Who's 
The Lions. Oh, yeah. No, I'm talking about the Vikings. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying the Lions' defense is so bad. so bad. They do not have a pet. They need... They have no... Like, I can't genuinely... Other than Romeo Quar, I can't even play on their defense. I mean, they're they're getting Thibodeau this year, though. They have to, right? Nah, I think they take Hutchinson now. You think so? Yeah, Yeah. Hutchinson. I mean... He's going to stay in Michigan also, right? No. He's going to be a top three pick. I'm saying he's gonna stay no, because Detroit's in Michigan. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I thought he was gonna stay at Michigan. He's like, from, he was born in Michigan. I was watching. He him went to Iowa. Michigan. Yeah, I think they have to pick Hutchinson. I was watching him against Iowa. And he's he so just good. The, the I mean, he's a Heisman candidate, for, right? Is a yeah. finalist. Yeah. Which um, he's not the Heisman. It's Bryce Young. I don't know about the Heisman. I mean, I don't there's know. no one like actual worthy of the Heisman this year. It's gonna be Bryce Young though. Bryce Young has to. Oh, Bryce Young killed Georgia. Oh my god, he looked amazing. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, we're gonna get into college football after we finish up the NFL segment. But no, the person who's most deserving of the Heisman (laughs) is Will Anderson, Alabama's linebacker. Alabama's linebacker has he was even more sacks than. Let me pull up the stats. Hold on. As I say, we're going to talk about college football later. Oh. No, it's fine. <laughs> no, no, no. You can, you can talk about it. I don't care. But, uh, because there's only one Look more NFL game that I really want to talk about. This year, 91 total tackles, 15 and a half sacks. He has, As I saw linebacker. this, he had 32, 32 tackles for loss this year. That's insane. That is insane. That is wild. Yeah. What, is he, it, is he, a he has, but I know... It isn't all about stats in football, but he ha- every single stat for Will Anderson is better than Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, I get I that Aiden Hutchinson that. probably makes a bigger impact. Just because he plays on the actual line. Yes, but Will Anderson is crazy. Also, this year. yeah, I He's mean, having an insane. You think year. Georgia will win the Natty again? I mean, not Georgia, Bama. After this week, yeah. I don't know. Um, I think... I think Michigan can win it. I think what? Michigan will beat Bama. Did you just or, see what I they think did Michigan, to Iowa? Yeah, Iowa. I Iowa think they did to Iowa. Top 15. There's a difference between being ranked and what Alabama... There's the jump from the top four, or like I would say maybe like the top five or top six is insane to Iowa. Like I mean, Iowa, Iowa should not good. even be ranked 13. Yeah. But, uh, Michigan, the, I Alabama's think... also in, inconsistent. This I season. think Michigan will beat... Uh, they play Georgia. Georgia. I think they will. That's what Georgia. I said. Coming off that Michigan, loss against Bama, I, I could see it. Stenson Bennett gets scared. Oh, he sucks. He looks scared. Under out pressure, there. he folded. If they wanted, I know Stenson Bennett has carried you all year, undefeated in the regular season. But, but if you want to win a national championship, you have to start JT. <laughs> not, they hate him for some reason. Who? JT Daniels. He, I mean, oh, he's one of the most talented quarterbacks. A, yeah. a first round pick this year, and, and then they he just got hurt. Him. They put in Stenson Bennett in. He did good, so they just never put him back in. Who was Stenson? Yeah, since I forget if he, like, walked on or transferred or something. He was a like, walk-on. Yeah. And they just, they, they hate, even last season we saw it too, they hate JT Daniels for some reason. Like, there's some sort of, like, inner conflict going on. There has to be because they never want to play him. But if you, like, theoretically, if you want to play him in a big game against Michigan, like, that's who I would want, seeing what I've seen from in the yeah. past, I guess, and seeing what Stenson Bennett just laid an egg last week against uh, Bama, but... Oh, I just want to say, Will Anderson has had a sack in five straight games. Oh, 32 tackles for loss. I mean, he's the main reason why Bama's defense has been 32. insane. I mean, also with Bama, though, so you know they're going to have five yeah. stars at oh. Michigan position. Michigan is um, seven-point underdogs, and that's a spread I will take any day of the week. They're not. They're not. You know who also? Seven. Yeah. Not happening. And speaking of, speaking of Bama, though, one of the reasons why I doubt them is they don't have Michi. He's out for the Michi. Yeah, I saw Michi. that. Yeah. I said then that. I it told you that. Jameis, Jameis and Williams is the only person yeah, on the podcast. But Mechie's so good. 
Jameson yeah. Williams is the only person you need. Yeah. He actually just won the Blitnikoff Award. Yeah. A couple hours ago. Over, like, the Bell and all the... I think... Mm-hmm. I thought Bell was going to win it, to be honest. Nah, Jameson Williams is... Uh, he just came out of nowhere. Let's talk... One the last NFL game. Sorry that we're jumping back and forth with you guys. But the last game that I want to talk to you was my favorite game of the week, um, which was the Niners versus the Seahawks game, which was nuts. It was if I it was at the Seahawks Stadium too and they stormed back the, from the start of the game the San Francisco 49ers a looked like they were running the ball very well and b looked like they were just going to blow out the Seahawks they were up like 21 to 7 early it was, on um, 24 to 14 or 23 to 4, uh, 14 I remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They because t- so the Forty Nine ers put up all twenty three points in the first half, and then the Seahawks scored the rest of their points. Un- twenty three unanswered points. Uh, there was been total turnovers in this game. It was crazy. Every yeah, it was back it was and just, forth. It was a game of who wanted to lose more, <laughs> and the Seahawks oh, yeah. wanted to lose more. So yeah, so I want to I want to bring this one point of the game up. Um, it was the start of the second half kickoff. And the Niners were receiving it after letting the Seahawks come within a touchdown of tying the game. And they fumbled the kickoff after the Seahawks also fumbled their first on the first possession of the game. Um, and then the 49ers get the second half kickoff. They fumble the kickoff. Russell Wilson gets it in the red zone already and throws a wide open pass. I think it was like to DK or Everett or someone like that. And they like kicks it up in the air and the Niners get it right back. And the Niners go back down and fumble the ball. Or um, I think Jimmy G actually threw like a really, really bad interception on that play. Whereas if you look at the stats, he threw for nearly 300 yards and two touchdowns, but his two picks were so crucial. And like all of his yards, if you really like watch that game, George Kittle's yards after the catch carry that man's stats and make him look so much better. He's a than monster. He really is. I've been saying, put Kittle on the Chiefs and he's better than Travis Kelsey. Debo didn't even mind. play this week. He's better than Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I know. I'm saying like him and Debo. Oh, y- yards after yes, catch. Yards after really, catch. Yeah. Debo, like Coach said earlier, doesn't even have a position. He I mean, plays he's a football player. Yes, he's a football he's player. He lines up as a running back. Receiver I've seen yes. this season. He lines up at running back. He lines up at receiver. Does everything. Yeah. And I'm happy to see that the Niners are starting to use Ayuk more now. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad Debo is doing good. He's always yeah. been good. Yeah. And one of the other guys who I noticed, like, I don't even know who this guy is, but Dwayne Eskridge, he caught a touchdown and three other passes in this game. Uh, I think it was one of the younger guys that got. He's only twenty four years old. He's only played a couple games for them this season, but he had a really good game too for the Seahawks. And I why I said this because I want to tie this back to Russell Wilson, where he's been able to spread out the ball a lot more for them. Um, and honestly, like the Seahawks have been obviously terrible since aside from this game, they've looked really, really, really bad. Even uh, since really Russell Wilson's can, I mean, the, never would I think in the next like two or three years that the Seahawks would have the same record as the Bears going into Week Fourteen. But here yeah, we are. Um, it it isn't really his fault though. He's he's thrown some really. He's been Russell Wilson. He's thrown some really good balls. Like both of his touchdowns, the one, um, the one in Tyler Lockett, like it all oh, is beautiful. It, it was, was beautiful. a perfect moon. Yeah, pass. and same with Dwayne Eskridge like that. It was just also a laser. Um. Another thing from this game, we saw Adrian Peterson score another Ooh. touchdown, which is like his second touchdown from his second team this year. He this tied team hopping. Yeah, I mean, he wants to break. He wants to get in the top. He just tied Jim yeah. Brown for being in the top ten for um, most touchdowns or rushing touchdowns scored. 
So that's good to see him out there still doing his thing. He ended, he still got he, like he got eleven carries this game. He led the team in carries. It was, it's it's just crazy how he just like this guy's like unsigned, but then he he'll hop on a team and lead the team in carries and score a touchdown for them. Yeah, but then he'll get dropped no two weeks later. Back uh, Chris Carson's been out. Um, <laughs> Travis <laughs> Carson. <laughs> Travis Homer, dude. Oh, did you see it? So Travis Homer had a uh, a big run for a touchdown. He had three yards for eighty carries and a touchdown. But he no, also had the run. fake punt. The fake punt. Yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah. That's what I meant. He had the huge like run off the fake punt. Um, but they don't really use him that much. That was just a great play to start off the game. That was the first score of the game, actually. Um, but Rashad Penny also um looked decent. He's more as like a power back guy for them. They they didn't really run the ball a lot though. They like to use like the short screens and they like to find like DK across the middle, like to find Lockett um with like bubble screens and stuff like that. barely being used in their offense anymore. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he only had five catches. I mean, Russell this Wilson week does not look good though. I don't, I don't know. I think it that's that's opposite of what I was saying. I think it had their defense doesn't look good, but um Well their defense has never himself. been good. <laughs> never been good. Well, okay. Yeah. What? I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean it like that. The Legion I didn't of Boom has just that. disappeared from existence. I mean the past couple of years they've not been good at all. I mean aren't they the worst team he has to run? Yeah. Uh yeah, I mean if it's not like the Jets or someone like the I wanna say it's like the Jets or Houston or someone. Just because Houston went against uh What's his name? Jonathan Taylor twice, and he was really like, but that that game was a crazy game. They just seemed like the refs were really against the 49ers in that game, though. There's a couple, like, it seemed like every time Russell Wilson got touched on the pocket, it was rough in the passer, and then did you see that, like, defensive P.I. in the end zone that they didn't call at the end of the game, which was, it was really bad. Um, What's his name? The, the, the grapple had a chance. He threw into the end zone. This guy's in the end uh, and the last thing I really want to get into about the NFL before we move on to college football for a little bit, which I already kind of did, is the upcoming game. We all know what Sunday week is, is rivalry week, primetime Bears versus Packers. Um, I can say I'm a lot less excited for this game than I was the one earlier in the year. So looking a lot less at, opportunistic. At least Justin Fields is back this week, though. I know we're probably going to get killed, but... Justin Fields is just fun to watch. Yeah, uh, Andy Dalton just sits back in the pocket, throws five, six yard routes. Justin Fields is actually entertaining. Yeah, and um, Allen Robinson is back. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Allen Robinson's coming back from his hamstring injury this game. Um, el- yeah, like at least it'll be entertaining. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, do I think we have a chance? No. What I think just because it's a rivalry game, mm-hmm. it will be a good game. Yeah, I think I think it's you can't you can't rule anything game, out. Yeah, last season's game Bears Packers they were both blowouts. They were, yeah, they were, neither of them were close. Yeah, I mean, what was the score last time? Last by like ten, right? Earlier this 16. season? No, earlier this season. It was it was forty two something. You lost by twenty in Lambeau. This game? Oh, this early this season. season. Yeah, this 10, season. Yeah, we lost by ten. Yeah. So I don't know. With Robinson coming back, who knows? Um, I think if the if Eddie Jackson has an okay game, it really comes down to our secondary with uh containing the pass. Him. Yeah, they're gonna have to. Eddie Jackson's not gonna have to be scared. They're gonna have to play the ball over the middle really well, which they didn't do last time, which led to a couple of big plays. We talked about earlier on the show. And finally, what we want to talk about um, after going over that rivalry game that we're going to see this season or uh, this upcoming week, we got to talk about the college football playoffs, which we kind of tapped into a little bit, but we didn't really go over the official like games and rankings. Um, we can kind of talk about some other bowls that we're excited to see too. Um, I know there's a couple ones you were talking about, Brandon, but we so the final rankings came out. It was obviously number one Bama, two Michigan, three Georgia, and four Cincy. Um, yeah, I think. 
Bama versus Cincy is going to be... I mean, I think both games will be interesting, to be honest. I think Cincy is a chance to prove that no, they can be, like, the no, first, like, non-Power 5 team to no, make a difference in the playoffs Alabama. and introduce something. Okay. And Alabama has... Alabama, I think, is going to be consistent throughout the playoffs just because that's how Bama is. But they did have somewhat of a slow season. Almost... they. I mean, they had a loss, and they almost lost to... LSU almost lost to Auburn. Um, Georgia and... Michigan's the one I'm excited for, okay. though. Nixon. Well, the Bama-Cincinnati game. Cincinnati's about to get railed on national television. <laughs> Hide your kids. Don't let them watch this game. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be interesting. If you actually, if you actually think... You have to be covering your eyes. If you actually think that that Cincinnati offensive line is going to be able to block... How are they blocking Will Anderson? You have to send three of those <laughs> offense. If Notre Dame, that's what right. I mean, Notre Dame to... does have like the second most sacks in the country, but we don't have a Will Anderson. Yeah. If we had like six sacks against Cincinnati, it, it is been going a to be game. Notre bad. Dame had six sacks. No, Cincinnati. if they yeah. did, they, oh, no, we did. Oh, it they is going to be bad. It is going to be bad. The Georgia Michigan game. Will be, will interesting. be interesting because Georgia's coming off a loss to Bama. Everybody's coming before off before this week. Everybody thought that Georgia was the undisputed number one. They're gonna win national championship. Yeah, now they're three. But Alabama done. killed them. It it would the it score made it look closer than it was. Yes. Yeah. It was a murder. Georgia's defense. Obviously, is still I think the best defense in the country. I don't know. They got cooked by Jamison Williams. I don't <laughs> I mean, care. He made, he made and I think it will. Backs look like I think it turns. will give. Michigan problems, but I think what's really going to stand out is I think Michigan's offense is better than Georgia's. Both of them don't have that good. I mean, offense. Michigan's is they underrated. Both of them don't have that good. People of offenses, love to talk about, but how I think Michigan's Michigan will. I think they run. Georgia's really run the ball. No, I mean both teams. I mean Michigan. Michigan's no, Michigan runs the ball really. a lot. They showed that they can pass the ball pretty decent though to a point. I think it will times. be a close game. I don't, I don't know that win against Iowa is just I, insane to me. Okay, Iowa was terrible. I was forty-two yeah. to three. No, not what good. impresses me is they beat Ohio State. Yeah, that's huge. That's the <laughs> difference maker. They have all the. In my opinion, they, have they the didn't most, really beat them. They crushed Ohio State. They have the most yeah, momentum. The made it look but closer. the rankings, the casual, the committee was kind of tripping all year. I didn't agree with any of the rankings, but the last rankings were good. Yeah, I like it. I really like it. But I think... um, Notre Dame playing Oklahoma State will be a blowout. I think Notre Dame puts up over 40 points. I don't think Oklahoma State State puts up more than 20. I think we'll win by 20-plus. They're playing in the playoff reject bowl. (laughs) When is that game? It's a playoff reject bowl. (laughs) It's after the first playoff game? January 1st. Because I know the playoff games are December 31st. I think it will be a blowout. I do not... I think... Oklahoma State's quarterback, who just threw four picks against oh Baylor, God, will be thro- seeing. And if Kyle Hamilton plays, he hasn't decided yet, but if he plays. I don't think he's going to play. I don't know. If I was him, I, I wouldn't. wouldn't but it. I think Marcus Freeman, in his first ever game as the head coach, will accomplish more than Brian Kelly did in 12 years. Oh, yeah. Brian Kelly did not this. win a game, did not win a New Year's Six or playoff game his entire career at Notre Dame. Wow. And I think Marcus Freeman will do it in his first game. And this is, I mean, they also had, this is the easiest, like, postseason matchup that they've had yeah. out of any of them, sure. the ones that they've played in so far against, like, this isn't, like, Bama, this is Oklahoma State. Um, 
But, yeah, I didn't even get to ask you about that because I mentioned the last podcast, Brian's obviously a pretty big Notre Dame fan, but how do you feel about Brian Kelly heading to LSU? I mean, at first, I thought it was going to be worse than it was. So, losing just Brian Kelly, I'm okay with because we signed Marcus Freeman last year from Cincinnati, preparing him to be our next head coach. I mean, they didn't know that it was going to come this yeah, soon. But it was the right move. But I thought that Brian Kelly would leave and take recruits, take the whole coaching staff, take everybody. But he got one coach, and that was the assistant strength and conditioning coach. <laughs> we kept everybody. There was not. A, there was one decommit, but he's projected to recommit back in the next week or month. And because uh, so I'm perfectly okay with it. So here's the thing, because I think that's why it scared a lot of people, because that's what happened with Oklahoma. Yeah, there were so many Lincoln rumors. Lincoln Riley took his offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator, and there were, right? But so Marcus Freeman so many is, yeah. was ranked the number the fourth best recruiter out of all coaches in the entire country. So he probably recruited most of these players, and they are probably loyal to Marcus Freeman and not Brian Kelly. Yeah. Which... And the players love Marcus Freeman. And that, I mean, Brian Kelly. Coach also, right? Yes. Yeah, Brian Kelly too. What a like! I don't know if you guys saw. Like, what a way to leave your team. Like, you yeah. said, speech he had. Like, he came in. Oh, he, I saw he it. Took, Four minutes yeah, long. Athletic. He came Only in. He, six players showed up. Yeah, he woke him, everyone up, or not everyone. He woke a couple people up at seven a.m. to tell. The only people to show up were Jack Cohn. I think the captains showed up, and that was it. Besides yeah. Kyle Hamilton, he didn't show up. Yeah, I mean, I would be disgusted if I were them too. Like this. It's just four minutes long. Especially before the season's even done. Yeah. I mean, we had a chance to go to the playoffs. And won. But I think Notre Dame did the right thing by promoting mm-hmm. him oh, yeah, and like keeping it within the system and not having what happened to Oklahoma. I mean, did you see the team's reaction to when Marcus yeah. Freeman got announced? Yeah, they were so they, – they, like, I jumped up. They were super insane. happy for him. And they started posting so after Brian Kel- – immediately after Brian Kelly got fired, Kyron Williams, the starting running back for Notre Dame, Multiple commits all posted pictures of them with Marcus Freeman and said hashtag Freeman era. So I knew it was coming, but yeah, it's good to see. I think some other bowl games that I'm excited to see, though. How Ohio State Utah will be interesting. Uh, no, that will I, I mean, be interesting. I mean, I think Utah. No, Ohio State's not. I think the best to, one will be the, uh, Michigan State and Pitt should be fun to watch. Yeah, yeah I think Pitt's it should be a high, sto- high scoring game. I also think the which one was it? I'll screw up here. Um, the Ole Miss Baylor game will be a good. Is game uh, is he playing? Is um, what's that? Corral game? hasn't decided yet. Uh okay. I think I think in Oregon. Who's Oregon playing? Oregon's playing somebody good. There's more down here. Um, Oregon is playing Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oh, that is that's really good good that's game. the one I was thinking of. Yeah, Oregon, yeah. Oklahoma. Does Oregon playoff? suck? I mean, yeah, but Oklahoma just isn't lost good their either. Head. Oklahoma yeah. just lost their head coach. I think Oregon yeah, will take Oklahoma that game. The team is falling apart. They lost their head coach and they lost all their star yeah. recruits. I don't. And Caleb Williams is projected to be transferring now too. Really? Yeah. I, I think I thought he was going to be their quarterback then. Radler's gone also. I don't know some random. Wow. And Malachi Nelson just uh, just decommit. Right, he was committed to recommitted to USC, right? Yeah. I think, yeah. So I think that would be interesting. I think Oregon will take that game, though, just if, um, I don't know if any of like, their Oregon guys are. Oregon's their head coach, too. Yeah, that's Mario true. Cristobal just went to Miami. And Fla- are Flowers true. or Thibodeau either going to play in that game? I mean, if I'm Thibodeau, I'm sitting down. No, yeah. But why would you he play? Was already hurt this, he was already hurt yeah. this season. He guaranteed top five pick. You don't want to see his rep sack falling any no further. Way. No way he plays in an unimportant game. 
that's all the interesting ones though I really wanted to talk about. Um yeah, I mean there's really nothing else. Miami, Washington, yeah, these are all not so great. So I think I think that one will be interesting. Oh, there is a good one actually. NIU Coastal Carolina. Oh yeah, I'm super excited I think for Coastal that Carolina. Never betting on Coastal Carolina again. NIU, one night, the one Carolina. night I bet yeah, on Coastal sure Carolina, they lose to Appalachian State. Like, what am I? NIU has been on fire this season. They, yeah. were, I mean, the one they won the MAC. Besides um, when they played Michigan. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, obviously they don't stand a chance. They're from the yeah, MAC. Right. <laughs> but Coastal <laughs> Carolina too. Sixty-two to three. So it's it's interesting because NIU. NIU believe they were up three nothing. I think <laughs> it'll be interesting. It's either gonna be a very close game or Coastal Carolina's gonna blow them out of the water. Coastal Carolina was ranked this year. Yeah, they're they're a good <laughs> team. I mean, they were. They were considered like what were they like I a top fifteen team the other year? I think they were, yeah, last year they or were maybe the top ten at one point. Never betting on them again. So it's interesting because it's like the bet. It's like the best of like the worst division, and then like kind of like a falling off team or like a lower ranked upper D one program. If that makes sense. Um, but yeah, that would be really interesting. That would be a good one too. Overall, though, I'm just really excited for the playoffs and see how it pans out. I'm excited for football. I'm rooting for football. Michigan. Usually, I don't root for Michigan, but I want a Big Ten person to represent us in the championship. I'm rooting for Georgia. Yeah, I applied to Michigan. I got to. I'm rooting for Georgia. <laughs> but that's all we got for you guys today. Thank you for joining us for the podcast, as always. Um, be sure to join us next week so we can check in with you guys for all the Week 13 action, and we'll see you guys later. Peace.